The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and... I am joined by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. So in the last episode of Good Money Moves, we talked about what young adults need to know to make smart financial choices. What will we cover today? Yeah, well, if you remember in last week's episode, I briefly mentioned as one of my many tips that I shared that having the right insurance coverage is a really important part of managing your finances sure. as well. Um, but I also mentioned that we never really have talked much about insurance before on this program. So I've decided to remedy that. And we are talking the very basics of insurance today. Um, and again, learning how insurance works is really a, a vital component to making good money moves um, because simply being aware of what's available and how it works can have a major impact on the price of the coverage that you'll pay for because you'll know what coverage to get and when you need to get it. Um, because really, I mean, this is this is knowledge you just need to have. Um, it'll help you really choose those the best policies for yourself to protect your lifestyle, your assets, your property, you know, as you, um, get older and gain more stuff, you want (laughs) to keep it safe. So (laughs) you're right. That's what it's all about. Um, It's when you gain assets, all of a sudden insurance becomes pretty important. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, at its core, the concept of insurance isn't as complicated, um, as it can sometimes seem, the the concept overall is pretty basic. Um, When you have something to lose and you can't afford to pay for a loss for yourself, right? Um, You pay for insurance to help you cover that should you lose that thing. Um, And the idea being that by paying money every month for it, you'll receive like this peace of mind that um, if something goes wrong, the insurance company will pay for things that you need to make uh, make up for the loss, right? So, and, and that's a very simplified version of what sure. that is, obviously. But at the end of the day, insurance is a fact of life for just about everyone at some point in time, simply because there's so much that you can't control over the things that happen to you and around you. Um, and there are many things in our lives that are expensive to replace and um, to try to pay for if those unfortunate situations do arise. Okay. So, so that, that is kind of the cliff notes for insurance. Yeah. So can you explain in more detail to start out with how insurance actually works? Yeah. Yep. So insurance is really based on the idea that spreading the of kind of spreading the risk of a loss um, from something like a fire or a theft, for example, spreading that risk among many people to lower the overall risk to your pocketbook. Right. So essentially, when you buy insurance, you make payments to the insurance company. These payments are called premiums. The insurance company then has 
many clients that all pay premiums for coverage. So the insurance company pools all these premiums together and then in exchange for that, you and the other clients that they have are covered from certain risks that the insurance company agrees to pay for if you have a loss. So, and this works out for the insurance company because not every client will have a loss at the same time. Um, so when a loss happens, the insurance company uses that pool of money from the premiums to pay for the loss. So um, insurance is just essentially a contract that transfers the risk of financial loss from you, the individual, or a business, businesses have insurance too, um, to the insurance company. It really just acts as a buffer for those unexpected large expenses that crop up due to unfortunate situations typically. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. there have to be. It, like I said, it's pretty straightforward. It doesn't, it's not really as complicated as it can seem sometimes. Yeah, I imagine the larger the pool of insured, uh, the lower the risk because the odds become in your favor at some point as far as the insurance company is concerned. Yeah. yeah. And that would probably lead to lower yeah. premiums. But um, I imagine there's a gazillion different types of insurance out there what maybe you can cover some of the different types uh, yeah well honestly there is probably insurance coverage for just about anything you can think of from um body parts of different celebrities to alien abductions <laughs> if you really want to get into the weird and wacky of it all but um <laughs> but for the purposes of today's episode i think i'm going to just stick with you know we'll highlight some of the most common insurance policies that someone is likely to need in their lifetime okay so that you know what kinds of things to be on the lookout for um so the the first one and the one that most people are very aware of is probably health insurance right so why do you need this? Well, because you both have both expected and unexpected healthcare expenses that are going to crop up at some point in life, whether it's routine doctor visits, medications you need, you have to stay in the, in the hospital due to an emergency, or you need to have a surgery. You know, these things cost a lot of money and the debt can add up really quickly um, if you can't afford the out-of-pocket costs for all of that. Now, I'm going to if you do currently have medical debt, and I would suggest going back and listening to our episode number 98, where we talked all about paying off that medical debt. Um, uh, but, and I, and I mentioned this because studies frequently show that the uninsured frequently have higher costs for emergency medical care, um, but they're also the least likely to be able to afford to pay for it. So it's something like more than 80% of uninsured people who have had an emergency either could not afford the costs of it, or they required six or more months to pay off the bills in full. So yeah. medical debt is a big deal. So having the right health insurance in place can save you a lot of money in the long run. I imagine, so, and I think we've talked about this way way back when this is one of those triggers that often sends people into that spiral of mm -hmm. having their finances get completely out of control is they lack insurance they break mm -hmm. a leg or some other medical emergency arises and the next thing they know yeah. they owe tens of thousands of dollars um and mm -hmm. that triggers mm -hmm. a whole avalanche of different things and 
next thing you know, um, they're in real serious trouble. So, I, yeah, health insurance. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine not having it. it. That's it. Exactly. It's a it's a really important one. Um, luckily, a lot of you know companies offer health insurance coverage as a benefit to working for them. We talked about that in in a previous episode as well. Um, but there's also private insurance you can buy into um, sure. insurance funded by the states. There's different programs and things that can help you get health insurance coverage if you don't currently have it. Yep. So definitely one to um, have in place. Even if you're young and healthy, it's still, you just never know what could happen. Um, so the other most common one, I would say, is car insurance, right? Everybody, if you have a car, you need insurance. Um, it's actually one of the few types of insurance that are mandated to have by um, by the government there. I mean, there are a few states here and there that don't necessarily mandate it the same way as, as other states, but Minnesota, you do have to have um, vehicle insurance coverage on your on your vehicles. So um, I, I would just say, you know, this I feel like this one's a no brainer, but if you've never had to deal with insurance before, it really isn't. So auto insurance kind of covers any, you know, your cars, motorcycles, trucks, other vehicles you might own. You can typically take out some kind of insurance policy on those. And they, you know, and vehicles are big ticket items. That's why you want to have insurance on them. But the nice thing about vehicle insurance policies is they they will cover the physical damage to your vehicle but they also have um, parts of the policy will cover bodily injury um, to yourself or others as a result of an accident as well so not only is that helpful (laughs) um, help cover some of those costs if you get in an accident for your medical bills you know that that insurance will cover that as well so for a lot of us it's not actually the cost of the vehicle it'd be the damage incurred by the vehicle if you injured somebody because mm-hmm. we don't all have Lamborghinis yeah, yeah exactly so we're talking about the insurance yeah. today <laughs> yes. on good money moves and types of insurance we'll continue with that discussion with Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union when we come back on News Type 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Today on Good Money Moves, we're talking about insurance, specifically for right now, types of insurance with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance mm-hmm. Credit Union. Jenna, you covered health insurance and car insurance. What What is the other big category of insurance? Yeah, so there's a couple other kind of uh, key categories that we're going to talk about. But I would say as far as most common ones that people are familiar with, whether or not you've ever had to buy the insurance policy or not, you know, like you mentioned, talked about the auto loan or the auto the auto insurance got loans on the brain. wonder why that is. <laughs> Um, but the auto insurance and the health insurance, the other one that's very common is obviously homeowners insurance. So homeowners insurance is a type of property insurance that financially protects your home and limits your liability in a lot of circumstances as well. So it typically covers the main structure and the belongings of your house, um, but home insurance also 
typically kind of contains a provision for additional living expenses as well. So for example, should your home kind of be rendered unlivable by a, you know, a covered loss, maybe a fire or something like that, you know, your insurer may reimburse you for expenses that you, um, kind of pile up while you have to temporarily move out if you have to go live in a hotel or something while things are being repaired on your home or you know stuff like that so that also is part of many homeowner insurance policies you know and another major aspect of homeowners insurance is that liability coverage that I kind of alluded to a second ago so what that means is the liability coverage allows your provide um, the insurance provider to cover costs, you know, whether it be medical or legal expenses in some case that could arise if you're responsible for someone accidentally getting hurt on your property. So let's say this is a really common one that people don't think about. If you have a trampoline I knew you were in your backyard trampoline. for your kids <laughs> and and the neighbor kid falls off of it and breaks their arm, you could be liable for that. And that would actually be um, something that your homeowner's insurance may cover. Um, if Now, keep in mind, if your homeowner's insurance knows you have a trampoline, they might jack up your prices because of or, that. So that does happen. Or they may just the flat risk out. The is higher. They may just flat out tell you, no, you cannot have a trampoline. That could happen, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know people that that's happened So to. just, yeah, just a... Just FYI. Um, But yeah, so there's a couple different parts to homeowners insurance that coverage that I don't think a lot of people realize is part of that coverage. And it's really important that you understand that. So when you go to compare policies that you're looking at all of those different factors. So the other thing that I want to point out um, briefly here about homeowners policies is, you know, the one type of disaster that's not likely to be covered under a typical homeowner's insurance policy is flood damage. And flooding is the number one natural disaster in the United States. Um, And it's not covered under your standard homeowner's insurance. Um, So if you want or need flood insurance coverage, that tends to be a separate policy that you have to purchase. And and they can, can be quite expensive because that risk level is so high of something happening. So another thing to keep in mind. Sure. Um, so the next couple types of insurance that I want to point out, I think, um, are maybe a little bit less common or maybe aren't, uh, people may not be as familiar with them, but I think it's important to point them out, um, because they can be very useful in a lot of different scenarios. So another one I want to talk about is umbrella insurance. And so what this is, is essentially if you think that you might need extra coverage in addition to another type of insurance policy that you have, like on your home or your vehicle, for example, then you would take out what's called an umbrella insurance policy to help you further protect you from the risk of, you know, maybe being sued for damages or for the loss of something, you know. So those umbrella insurance is really a type of liability insurance that basically covers the costs in excess of other insurance policies. Sure. So you can kind of think of it, um, you know, it just adds that extra layer of protection yep. across those existing policies you have in case there's a situation where your insurance just isn't quite enough or, you know, you really feel like this particular thing is is really important to make sure it's fully covered. So that there mind. are those options out there. 
definitely peace of mind. Yep. And that's certainly not something that you have to purchase by any means. That's more of a, it's nice to have it if you can afford it and in, or if you have something really important to you that you need to make sure is fully covered. Um, so another one that's really common and this is, um, not something I ever thought about until I was, um, living on my own actually for quite some time and that's renter's insurance. So when you rent a place, your landlord likely has an insurance policy for the building that you're living in, but that policy isn't going to cover your personal belongings. So renter's insurance is used by tenants to cover the personal property, you know, in case of damage or a theft or something like that. So some landlords might even require that, um, that you have rental insurance, but generally speaking, um, a renter's policy is actually relatively low cost and can be provided. Uh, it, it really does give you a good deal of, you know, peace of mind should an accident yeah. or other unexpected event occur. Um, it's really all about just safeguarding your belongings so you don't have to worry about your things getting damaged while you're renting yeah. somewhere. And, um, and people who rent oftentimes, especially young people, say, I don't need that insurance. And I say, go look in your closet just add up what it would mm-hmm. cost to replace your wardrobe and then go look at your big screen TV and your laptop and all these yeah. other things and you go oh yeah <laughs> yeah 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 and and I, I mentioned this one because you know when I first got my own place it was I probably didn't have renters insurance for several years because I didn't even know it was a thing so that's why I wanted to point it out today because it can be very and again, it is very low cost um, to get a policy. Yep. So I definitely in anywhere that uh, writes homeowners insurance policies typically will write some kind of renters insurance policy as well. So that'd be a great place to start. Um, you know, another common one, and I think is probably even more common these days, <laughs> given that we're in the middle of a pandemic, um, is travel insurance. So travel insurance covers things like trip cancellations, lost or misplaced luggage, um, accidents while you're traveling, even medical expenses while you're on a trip. Um, And often these policies um, will cover the cost of your airfare in case of a medical emergency or other incident that may cause your trip to be cut short or having to be canceled for some reason. Um, So some of the things to look for in a travel insurance policy include like... uh, medical accident um are they gonna pay for an immediate transport home in the event of a major illness or accident that happens you know trip cancellation or or interruption things like that so that one is i I mentioned that one just because it is becoming a little bit more popular these days and but it's important that you understand what types of policies you're getting and the other thing i will add about this is sometimes If you have, you know, some credit cards, especially like travel cards and things like that, have travel insurance policies built into them. So make sure that you're paying attention to that. If you have that already on as Mm. another benefit to something, don't go out and purchase it again because they might be covering yourself multiple times unnecessarily. So just something to consider. Very good. Um, Yeah, yeah. And the the last one that I kind of want to bring up, um, and I bring this one up because I, I have I have a lot of experience with this one, unfortunately, um, and that's pet insurance. So um, I, I think I've probably talked about this once before back in episode 51 when we talked about how to pay for pet-related expenses. Um, but pet insurance is, is also becoming more and more popular because the cost to 
take your dog to the vet or your cat to the vet is increasing significantly. Um, so paying for pet insurance um, is going to be significantly more cost effective than paying a lump sum to your vet should your pet need an emergency medical treatment or or a surgery or you know whatever it is again i've had my fair share <laughs> of incidents with having to use pet insurance i've had i think each of my animals have all benefited from from the coverage of that i don't know unfortunately the, the, thousands of dollars have been saved i don't know if the dogs actually benefited but you did well, they did benefit because I could afford <laughs> to take them to the vet. <laughs> they just don't know they benefited okay, from it, right? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and typically pet insurance is mostly for dogs and cats, but there, I'm sure you could cover other pets. I've never looked into covering an iguana or something like that, but I'm sure it's out there. Um, and it really just covers all parts of vet treatments um, when your pet is hurt or sick. So, and there are a handful of pet insurance plans that will have um, a built-in wellness plan that covers routine, you know, visits and shots and things like that, but those tend to cost significantly more. Um, so if you're looking for, you know, a more affordable plan, then you'd want to look for one that has a, a, just a comprehensive coverage for, you know, disease, injury, accidents, major, you know, major surgeries yeah. and things like that. Um, Okay. So if you've got pets, that's a really important one to look into. You are the spokesperson for pet insurance. So I am. All right. <laughs> We're talking insurance as a good money move today with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. And we'll be right back on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves Insurance, the topic today with Jenna Tobble. Um, well, I guess, Jenna, let's, what are some of the other things we need to know about insurance? I imagine it's got its own vernacular, its own terminology. Yeah, yeah, that's a great a great question. So insurance definitely does have its own set of terminology. Um, and regardless of what type of policy you're looking at, whether it's home, auto, that pet insurance we just talked about, you know, it's important that you understand what some of that common terminology is so that when you're being presented with um, the different policies that you're understanding what it is that each of these things is offering you. So, you know, we already talked about premiums. That's that monthly payment to the insurance company that you make every month. Um, but some other common terms that I think is really important that you understand is the term deductible. So the deductible is the amount of money paid by the insured in a claim before the insurance company kicks in. So you have to pay X amount of dollars up front, and then the insurance company will cover the rest of whatever that loss was. So sure. for example, you know, um, an auto loan, or <laughs> I keep saying auto loan, <laughs> but auto insurance <laughs> If you have a $500 deductible on your on your policy, that means that you will pay $500 of the damages to the vehicle if you were to get in an accident. 
and then the insurance company would pay, you know, let's say the other 2000 if it was going to cost you $2,500 to fix the car. So, and, and really, um, it's also important to know how deductibles and premiums are kind of linked when it comes to policies. So typically, the higher the deductible on your policy, the lower your monthly premium is going to be um, and vice versa. And this is because the higher that your deductible is, the more risk you're taking on. So your payments will be less because the insurance company is covering less of that risk. Yep. So um, mm-hmm. sometimes people choose those higher deductible plans as a way to save money, you know, month to month. But it also means that you need to make sure that you have that much more money available to cover the deductible in case of a loss. And it will probably reduce the number of claims because people might Mm -hmm. let something minor just go rather than get it fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because, you know, if you have a thousand dollar deductible on your vehicle, you know, there's no point really in <laughs> filing a claim for something small that is not going to exceed that threshold. So, okay. um, well, and so let's talk about what the word claim means, because if you're not familiar with insurance, that may not be something that you understand either. We've mentioned that a couple times now. So claim, this is when you, the process you go through to formally request that your insurance company provides the compensation for a covered loss, right? So, For example, if you have a homeowner's insurance and hail damages your roof, you file a claim with the company requesting that your insurance carrier investigate and issue a payment to to cover that and fix the damage to your home if needed. So it's it's how you start the process of engaging with your homeowner's insurance in that case. Um, So in the last one that I want to bring up, and this one is important to understand as well, is there's a lot of exclusions that come along with policy. So, and exclusions are those situations that are not covered as part of your insurance policy, whatever it is, they, they all have them, right? We talked about flood damage is an exclusion to most homeowners insurance policies. So those are things that you wanna look for and pay attention to when you're comparing plans is, does this plan cover one thing and another one doesn't? And that's why you're seeing that difference in premiums or a difference in deductibles, things like that. So it's really just, it's vital to ask about about these on any policy before you purchase it so that that small fine print doesn't surprise you when you go to file a claim thinking you'll be covered and they go oh actually that particular situation is not covered by this so it's an something exclusion. to keep in mind when okay. you're insurance shopping so as yes, usual yes. we um, we covered a lot but i'm uh, sure there's a lot more <laughs> that we could cover if we had a lot more time yeah. so where can i go jenna to find out more information about insurance and in general yeah, making well, good money moves Yes, as always, I encourage everyone to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, You can, I mentioned a couple past episodes of this show today as well. You can listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also get subscribed to Good Money Moves on Google, Apple, and Spotify podcasting services. Plus, you can even access all kinds of free financial tools on our website. Um, we've got 
things like budgeting calculators so you can know what kind of a premium you could afford for your different insurance policies, um, debt consolidation calculators, things like that to help you start making better money moves throughout your life. But of course, I strongly encourage you to meet with our advisors at First Alliance Credit Union so that we can help you get pointed in the right financial directions. All right. Thanks a lot, Jenna. We will talk again next week about good money moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.